Coming up on Jerusalem Dateline, simmering tensions as terror erupts in Tel Aviv. The IDF also thwarts another attempt and prevents further carnage. Plus, Anne Graham Lotz talks about the unfolding fulfillment of prophecies and her lifelong connections with Israel. We'll also take a peek behind the scenes at the artistry involved in the making of CBN Films' Oracles of God. All this and more coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Julie Stahl. We're kicking off today's program with a special update from Chris Mitchell in South Korea. Chris is in Seoul this week as thousands of Christians gather for a massive prayer movement. They're asking God to unify North and South Korea and they're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Here's Chris Mitchell with that update. Hi, Julie. I'm here in the CTS studios along with my colleague, Mr. Kim. He's just interviewed me for one of their news stories. CTS is one of the broadcast entities here in Seoul, South Korea, that is broadcasting to the country and to the world. And they've been broadcasting Jerusalem Dateline for more than 10 years now, subtitling it in Korean. So people here in Korea can see what we're doing there through Jerusalem Dateline and getting the news from Jerusalem, the Middle East, and Israel as well. And here we're here for the week. We're going to be going to the Zion conference that we've reported on. We've also talked about the Esther prayer movement. We're going to see them again. And we're going to have a whole Korean program this coming Friday on Jerusalem Dateline. So for those that are watching now, stay tuned for that this coming Friday. For Julie and everyone back there in uh, Jerusalem, God bless from Seoul, South Korea. Thanks for that update, Chris. Turning now to Israel, where the country is on alert following a deadly weekend of terror. On Saturday, authorities say a Palestinian gunman shot and killed an Israeli security guard who was patrolling Tel Aviv's city center. The officer, 42-year-old Khan Amir, leaves behind a wife and three children. He's now hailed as a national hero for preventing a larger attack. Meanwhile, on Sunday, Israeli troops announced they killed three Palestinian terrorists from the Janine refugee camp as they were on their way to carry out an attack. The IDF said it discovered an M16 rifle in their vehicle. Janine is a hotbed of terror in the West Bank, and last month it was the scene of Israel's largest counter-terror offensive in two years. As protests against Netanyahu's judicial reform continue, Israel is still divided over the role the Supreme Court should play in government. Meanwhile, Israel's enemies want to exploit the internal division and hurt the Jewish state. I spoke with CBN News analyst John Waggy about what's next for judicial reform and the terror threats facing Israel today. John, tell us the latest on judicial reform. Well, Julie, the latest really is that there's nothing going on at the moment with judicial reform except a whirlwind of media events with Benjamin Netanyahu with American TV and radio uh, Productions, And he's basically saying that there's only going to be one more judicial reform piece of legislation that they'll work on, and that is selecting the judges, which is a huge and controversial issue. But he wants it put behind him and has wanted that for a long time. He's suggested there are areas for compromise, and so that's what he's going to do is take one more plank of this thing and then be done with it because he has more important fish to fry, I think, in his mind. 
Yeah, and one of those being Israel's enemies. They certainly haven't been asleep during this time, have they? No, they haven't. They've been busy in the media, too, with Sheikh Nasrallah of Hezbollah saying mm -hmm. the darkest day in Israel's history is when they passed the reasonableness bill. Really? You know, uh, and so the, the question for them to try and get inside their minds is, is this a good time for them to strike? Because they've been <clears throat> having an activity on the northern border, and they've been having activity elsewhere, certainly in the territories in Judea and Samaria. Uh, and do they want to foment something that leads to a larger conflict? That's, that's really one big question. And uh, Julie, I know you were on the northern border uh, just recently. What was your kind of feel about that when you were there? You know, it's, it's striking because it's so beautiful up there and it's so quiet and everybody's, you know, going on with their lives. And we were in a little bakery that's right on the border. And yet, you know, when we were at one place, the security analyst that was with us, he was like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. You know, Hezbollah's watching us. And you know, you see where they had a tunnel where they had wanted to come through and attack Israel. You see the fence. And right on the other side, you know Hezbollah is watching you. So it's very much a dual thing. There's two things yeah. going on up there. You know, the people up there are afraid. They know what's going on. But it's quiet right now. But you never know when th something is going to break forth. So thanks for joining us, John, and thanks for your insights. Thank you. Up next, we'll hear from Billy Graham's daughter, Anne Graham Lotz, about her take on the signs of the times. I often marvel when Pat tells the stories of the early beginnings, I think, I don't think I would have had the chutzpah to do some of those things that he did. When you're walking by faith, it isn't necessarily easy. Watch the CBN Story, now available on the CBN Family app. We were right on the cutting edge of things that nobody had seen before, and I know a lot of people thought we were crazy. The CBN Story recalls the celebrated history of the Christian Broadcasting Network from its humble beginnings. It was quite a scene, and we walked into this television station. In the control room, there was glass all over the floor. To the renowned ministry that continues to bring the gospel to every nation. When people can hear the gospel on television in their own language, they respond to that. A special presentation in celebration of Pat Robertson's life and legacy. The CBN Story. Watch now on the CBN Family app. Download the CBN News app 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. He walked with the living God and showed us the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Pat Robertson, evangelist, humanitarian, statesman, educator, author, and visionary. Watch Pat's story and be encouraged by his many teachings. Go to cbn.com slash pat to learn more about what the Lord accomplished through this remarkable servant. As the daughter of Billy Graham, Anne Graham Lotz was born in the spotlight. She's used this vantage point as an influencer to point people to God. 
Our bureau chief, Chris Mitchell, spoke with her recently during a tour she led through the Holy Land about her love for Israel and the signs of the times. Ann Graham, well, it's great to be with you on uh, Jerusalem Dateline. Yeah. You've just led a tour here of a hunt with women to Israel, yeah. and you also were born the same year <laughs> that Israel was born yes. as a nation, 75 years ago. Yeah. What does Israel mean to you? You know, I love this country, and I was reflecting today. I think my first time I came when I was 13 years of age. The city was divided. You had to cross the no man's land, you know, to go from Jordan into Israel. A second time was when I was 16. I came for Christmas that year, and it snowed in Jerusalem on Christmas Day. I came back in 2013 with my own tour, and then five years later did another tour, and then this year I offered a tour. Actually, it was um, at the beginning of the pandemic, but I wanted a Mother's Day tour for women only. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, Israel shut down, so we couldn't do it. But this year we picked it up, so I, I just led about 115 women through Israel, um, and just women, mothers, daughters, grandmothers. It was just, uh, it was the first time the tour company had ever offered a women's tour, mm -hmm. and it was precious. They were so excited for me to see their excitement, and they embraced everything, and I brought two of my granddaughters with me and two of my daughters with me. So. Yeah. Um, I want them to love Israel, but I was born when Israel was reborn, and I believe, according to what Jesus said in Matthew 24, mm -hmm. that if I live out my natural lifetime, that I will live to see the return of Jesus, because he said the generation yeah. um, that sees the rebirth of Israel, and, and uh, I'm putting words in his mouth a little bit, when he gave the parable of the fig tree, when it puts forth buds, mm -hmm. then you know that that's the last generation, and I believe he was speaking of the nation of Israel coming to life again after 2,000 years of dormancy, yeah. and uh, and that was my... That's my lifetime. That's 1948. I was born exactly one week after Israel was uh, reborn as a mm -hmm. nation. And right over there is the Mount of Olives where he yes, talked about that's right. that Matthew 24, Luke that's 21. Right. Yes. Uh, where are we right mm -hmm. now, do you think, in, uh, in the signs of the mm -hmm. times that he talked about right over I there? I think we're very close, Chris. I, I just think you can almost hear the trumpet blast. You know, he's, we're very close. and. Um, and when that moment happens, when Jesus comes back, and I believe the second coming covers seven years, I believe the rapture of the church, the catching up of believers to be in the air with Jesus will take place before then. And then uh, the thing that begins the tribulation period is when the Antichrist signs the peace treaty. And, and it says he confirms the covenant with many. And it will be as though he brings peace to the Middle East. But there's peace, peace when there's no peace. Are you alarmed at what's happening in the world today, especially in the U.S., mm -hmm. how things are happening with AI, with wokeness, mm -hmm. and all the things that really seem to be happening so suddenly. It's stunning, Chris, and I know you are aware of it more than me because you're a journalist and you watch it. It's almost like I can't watch it anymore, but it's stunning how broad it is, how quickly it's happened, and I believe it's a setup for the Antichrist. There's going to be, Revelation says there'll be a one world government, one world leader, one world economy, one world um, health system, one world environmental system. I mean, it's just you know, we're, we're looking into the tribulation. So when I see that and how fast it's coming together and this globalism that is taking over, then um, I'm filled with hope because I believe the rapture will take place before then. And the rapture being Jesus coming for those of us who put our faith in him. So it's a time to make sure we're right, time to share the gospel, get as many people right as we can, um, and then look forward to his coming because he's coming and there's no doubt about that. Any final thoughts, Ann? No, just how much I appreciate you and the news that you bring us and keeping us aware of what's taking place because I think we need to know what's going on so that we can pray and pray specifically. 
So I, I praise God that we, when we pray, we pray to a, a prayer hearing, prayer answering, miracle working, covenant keeping God. So thank you for Amen. helping us stay focused in that. Great to be with you, Ann. Thank you. Coming up, a look behind the scenes at the work that went into making CBN's documentary, The Oracles of God. Attacks on Jewish lives, communities, and synagogues. The Jewish nation has survived war. I was so scared. Terrorism. And so my husband covered in blood. And waves of anti-Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. Now is the time to defend Israel's basic right to exist. And you can do that through CBN Israel. When you send a gift to the Jewish people through CBN Israel, you are giving humanitarian aid to Israelis in need. And at the same time, you are providing news coverage and documentaries that reveal what is really happening in Jerusalem and the Middle East. Attacks against Israel are ongoing. The need is urgent, and you can help. Call 1-800-813-8734. Go to cbn.com slash standwithisrael or text CBN Israel to 41444. I am region's first ROTC graduate. It's Superbook Summer of Faith. Three stories of God's miraculous protection for those who hear His voice and believe what He says. You'll receive this special bonus pack with Superbook Academy Express, Zacchaeus. Join the CBN Animation Club and get Academy Express, Zacchaeus, plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. And as part of our Summer of Faith bonus, receive three Superbook episodes demonstrating God's awesome power. The release of CBN's docudrama, Oracles of God, traces how the Word of God became the Bible we read today. Tremendous work went into making this film, and CBN News went behind the scenes for a special look. Here's CBN News Middle East Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell. This is one of the many sets used in the making of the Oracles of God. The film also used on-location sites like Qumran, where the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered. This set recreated the historic moment on November 29, 1947, when the United Nations voted to partition Palestine into an Arab state and a Jewish state. It was the exact night that a Jewish archaeologist brought the Dead Sea Scrolls home to what would soon become the state of Israel. Mm -hmm. He said something to the effect of, I can't help but see the significance of this coming home after 2,000 years, the night that we get our independence back. It's as if they were waiting in those caves for us. So they saw it. So of course, how can we not see it? Aaron Zimmerman wrote and directed The Oracles of God. The title actually comes from Romans 3. You know, what advantage has the Jew much in every way, for to them were given the oracles of God, meaning God trusted them so much, he entrusted them with his word. So we're showing that process of how through the centuries and how through the millennia, they not only took it down, but they 
painstakingly copied and translated to such an extent that they're, you, you can't even say that they're not accurate because they measured the margins, they measured the letters, they counted every single thing that could be counted. So basically this title is saying these are the people to whom God entrusted his word. Sharon Shavit produced the film years in the making. Every shot in this film is special. It's epic. It's the art department. It's the makeup. It's the dresser. Everything is authentic. The amount of research that Aaron, the director, did for this film and the research, it's just a preparation. Of, we are working here for half a year, but this project has been in CBN, I think, for years, and, and, and you will see it on screen. I've worked, I've been producer for 25 years, and I've worked in many productions. For me, this is the most unique. I really hope that people that view the film, the audience, the world audience that will see the film, that they'll have an epic experience of the biblical story, of the Holy Land, of Israel. It's a unique journey that I think once in a long time this sort of production is happening in Israel. They paid meticulous attention to detail, like recreating the actual front pages of this newsstand. On that day, an ad in the Wall Street Journal led to more Dead Sea Scrolls that had been found in the caves of Qumran. It wasn't possible to film in the caves of Qumran, so the production built this set to recreate the place where Bedouin shepherds discovered the greatest archaeological find of the 20th century. It was a very, very difficult production. Very difficult. We had nothing. We had to create everything from scratch. And so we have to create all these worlds from scratch. Now I can say that we really succeed to, to create this world. My favorite thing was when we were in Qumran, we recreated the world of the scenes, and for the first time in 2000 year, we got the permit to fill the real mikveh with water. So for me, it was really a very special filming day, and I'm sure the audience will, will enjoy it and will be very moved by it. When a set is built uh, so accurately, mm -hmm. our job is very easy. We just have to slip in because yeah. uh, the way this whole production is being arranged uh, really is outstanding. Our director, she knows how to work with everybody, with actors and with the cameraman, and she knows exactly what she wants, and it's, it's so easy, no tension at all. I feel very privileged that uh, I have the opportunity to work with Erin as a director. She's very, very talented and she's, for me, she's a national hero. To come here for many months to prepare every day and to go to all these very unique locations. I found the research that Erin did, it was full and complete, it was beautiful. It was very easy to give her what really she dreamed of. We are at the, almost, we finished this production. So I can really say that up till now, all the sets were successful. Zimmerman says the film is a Jewish story. I don't care if you're Catholic, if you're Protestant, if you're Jewish, whoever reads the Bible, if you read the Bible and get something out of it, you owe a huge debt 
to the Jewish people. Mm. Um, and they should have our gratitude. And I hope that that's part of what this film does. And I think it's very important to tell the story, the Jewish story. And for me, as an Israeli, it's just fantastic that people will learn about the Jewish history. I think uh, that the impact that people will uh, feel when they see the film, that they are in a journey to the Holy Land see all these locations, all this beauty. It's to travel back in time. Zimmerman hopes Oracles of God gives Christians a tool in the defense of their faith. I want them to have something that can say, no, these are the facts, because that's what we're doing. Can we prove this is the word of God? I cannot empirically prove that. That is a matter of faith. Can I prove that it was translated properly? Can I prove that the book of Isaiah that we had in the time of the Dead Sea Scrolls, around when Jesus was alive, is the same book of Isaiah that we had a thousand years later in a different set of manuscripts. Yes, we can say those are 95% identical. So we see how correctly it has been preserved over the ages. And you know what that other 5%? Grammar and spelling. So Grammar and spelling. Grammar really? and spelling, yes. Mm -hmm. A thousand years, grammar and spelling have changed. Mm -hmm. So I hope this gives a good factual historical look at just how things were translated and how they were kept very um, consistent the whole way. Zimmerman hopes the film dispels some of the myths of the Bible. And most of the documentaries about the Bible come from the standpoint of um, it's a fairy tale or it was the books of the Bible were chosen for political reasons and there's this deep, dark, mysterious secret why these other books weren't included. Um, or just it wasn't translated correctly and we can't trust it. So. Every documentary on this topic that I've watched has come from one of those viewpoints. So I just, I want to give Christians and even Jewish people, Jewish people will, sh will love this movie because it's a very Jewish story. I want to give them something to watch that's the truth, you know, just the facts. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, on the set of The Oracles of God. To get your own copy of Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament, go to cbn.com slash oracles of God. Still ahead, Theodore Herzl, the father of modern Zionism and the man who helped give birth to the state of Israel. See the role Christians also had in reestablishing the Jewish homeland. Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East, all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you. Call us toll free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to cbn.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from all of the nations and given us his Torah. From CBN Films. The Bible is a book that has transformed the world. If you believe in the providence of God, you believe that God guided those who collected the oral and written traditions. If you can't rely on its history, how can you rely on its theology? What is it? I don't know. I thought you could tell me whether or not they're genuine. 
It has been criticized, it has been banned, it has been burned, its followers have been burned and killed. It mattered to them to get it right. From the makers of In Our Hands, Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament. Available on instant 4K streaming access and DVD today for a gift of any dollar amount. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern Gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel. Now available at CBNRadio.com. Introducing a brand new way to start your morning. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Plus, get exclusive stories and daily scripture encouragement just for you. Stay informed. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today. Before Israel's rebirth in 1948, Jewish leaders around the world promoted Zionism, a movement calling for the establishment of a Jewish state in the Holy Land. But did you know Christians were a part of the Zionist movement too? I spoke with one author who's sharing the story of how Christians influenced some of Israel's biggest Zionist leaders. Philip Steele, welcome to Jerusalem Dateline. You've written a new book. On, the, on Theodore Herzl, the father of modern Zionism, uh, called On Theodore Herzl's Encounters with Zionist Thought and Efforts Prior to His Conversion in the Spring of 1895. Tell us what it's about. I've been focusing in my research on 19th century Christian Zionism. And uh, time after time, I, I, I came across examples of where Theodore Herzl must have been aware of, uh, for instance, the, uh, the famous uh, Blackstone Memorial uh, from the United States. Uh, in 1891, um, William Blackstone, who was an important evangelical Christian leader, uh, petitioned the U.S. government to, uh, to seek uh, to hold a, an international conference at which Palestine would be given, given to the Jews. And this was a huge event in the press, uh, in the U.S. above all, but also here in Europe. Uh, and uh, and yet, when anyone reads anything about Theodore Herzl, and, and that goes you know back to his own life, that goes back to every biography of the dozens that have been written about him since, it's always stressed that Herzl knew nothing of any uh, Zionist effort, of any Zionist thought, of any Zionist leader before him. Why do you think it's important for Christians or others to know about this now? I think uh, much of the, uh, the rich history of Jewish-Christian cooperation in the Zionist movement has been neglected. Uh, it used to be the, the dominant narrative, you know, back in the times of uh, Nahum Sokolov, who was an early uh, Zionist historian. He published a magisterial work in 1919. Uh, he later became the president of the World Zionist Organization. But after the, the State of Israel was created, uh, there was such, it seems to me, such uh, animosity and, and worse toward uh, Christians, uh, after all, that um, 
Zionist history, as it developed in Israel, tended to ignore the, the, the Christian component and uh, treat Zionist history as if it had happened uh, only among the Jews and only uh, via their, their agencies. Uh, that, that began to change only about 20 years ago, so that today many of the leading uh, Zionist historians uh, in the U.S. as well as in, in Israel uh, have stressed the role of, of Christians once again. Philip Steele, thank you so much for joining us on Jerusalem Dateline. Thank you. It's a real pleasure. That's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can follow us on social media and can also access CBN content through our CBN apps. And don't forget to sign up for our email blasts. And remember, the God who's watching over Israel and you and me neither slumbers nor sleeps. I'm Julie Stahl. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.